Welcome back to I'm Trying the Podcast. I'm your host, Emily Feichels, expert rambler, lover of all things health and wellness and cats and all the good things. I'm coming at you tonight with a life update slash solo episode covering everything from work pressures to friendship to New Year's thoughts to body image and recovery and just all the goods. So settle in. Maybe you're out on a walk, on a drive, cooking, wherever you are, let's let's dive into things. And if you're new, welcome. I'm happy to have you here. This episode may be a bit more rambly than most, if that's even a word. Rambly, ramble, who knows? Who really cares? But regardless, this episode is just going to be a bit of a deep dive where I share my thoughts, my current experiences, as oftentimes so many of us are operating or feeling things on a similar energetic level, I suppose. And so yeah, we'll just ramble and go from there and see what magic comes from it. So the last episode, last week's, last week's episode, I talked about the topic of no one has their life figured out. And my entire belief structure around that, and I had quite a few of you respond saying you resonated and that it was something you needed to hear. And, you know, I'm happy to hear that because it was also something I needed to hear and it was something I needed to talk about. And, you know, I think kind of in that ironic way that the world works, the universe heard me talking about that and thought, oh, she wants some more chaos. She wants some more spontaneity in her life. Let's give it to her. And, you know, so some things happened and a week later, here I am. I just handed in my notice to a job that has been my financial security and a second home to me for two years now. And so I am a great example right now of someone with absolutely no fucking clue what's going on because come 2023, when I'm officially done at work, I don't know what the fuck I'm going to do. (laughs) And so I'm in a whole new season of trying to figure things out. And as I shared in last week's episode, I truly do think we go through seasons in which we quote unquote figure things out. And I'm in a big season of that right now, I suppose. Like I, I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know what's to come. But I'm just trying to hold faith and trust in myself that I'll figure it out again and I'll I'll make it work. <laughs> and I mean, I have other work, you know, I am a part-time virtual assistant as well as a personal assistant for two separate entrepreneurs. I do freelance work. I have my side passions. But besides that, like, I'm, I'm definitely going to be dipping into savings. Uh, I'm going to have a bit more time than I'm used to ever having. And yeah, I mean, it's going to be the first time in my adult life that I've ever been without like a sort of steadfast, steady, consistent, full-time security job. <laughs> and I don't really know how I'm going to respond to that. I mean, I'm... I'm a Capricorn, I'm a low-key workaholic, and I that's not necessarily a good thing, but I just, yeah, I think it'll be a great learning experience for me on how to not be going 24-7, how to live life without four jobs at once, and 
I think overall, it, I know it will be good for me to really find the peace and, yeah, the peace in my life that I've been craving. I mean, just because I've been working so much doesn't mean I've been working well or doesn't mean that I've been accomplishing what I actually want to accomplish. And so it will be nice to have extra time to actually create systems and find my flow with my virtual assistant jobs and with my own jobs. I'll be able to finally get my breathwork practice created and have that as an offering for you all. I'll be able to, I don't know, <laughs> I guess be more consistent with the podcast. I don't know what the fuck I'm going to do. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm going to try. I'll be trying my best. And if push comes to shove, I can always pick up another serving job, another barista job. Ideally would not, but you know, if push comes to shove, I'll do it. And yeah, we're just going to start 2023 with a big, big old bang guys. And I'm so excited to see how this unrolls, unravels, uh, truly. But that brings me to another thing I wanted to discuss today, which is that sort of new year mentality. I swear every year I tell myself I'm not going to get freaked out. It's literally no big deal. It's just the calendar year changing into a different number, you know. But then again, every year I find myself getting caught up and swept up in that mentality of it's a whole new year, you know, and seeing everybody's like 2022 replays. And don't get me wrong, I love them. I love a good reflection when you can reflect back on the year. I just sometimes from my own insecurities and my own limiting beliefs and such will watch those and think, damn, I spent 70% of my year in a depressive, anxious state, overworking. <laughs> like I just, you know, not, not woe is me. I'm not trying to be the victim here. I'm just saying, I'm sure some of you can relate. Like I love watching those replays. I can't wait for the day in the year when my life feels good and I know I'll get there. I know I'll have a year where my replay is just so happy heart, full of smiles, golden golden feels that I'll be so happy with it. I know I'll get there. I know I'm just working through a lot right now, but still sometimes watching those replays just makes me a little bit sad, a little bit like, what am I doing with my life? I need to be doing more. And I keep trying to remind myself, A, a lot of those replays are just the highlight reels. They are not showing all of those people's struggles. And B, my once again, my time will come. I will have my time. I will have a year, whatever it is, a season of life in which things aren't so hard. And there are a lot more happy memories to reflect on and things to celebrate, you know? But Unfortunately, right now, I'm just in a big growth stage, as I'm sure many of you are as well. Many of you could probably relate. And so, yeah, our our 2022 replay might look a little different. It might feel a little bit different. But regardless, I don't think that means, like, we, we still deserve to reflect on the year, you know? And we can still highlight and have gratitude for the good things that happened, even if they were few and far between. And I think I've been really trying to remind myself of that, you know, even on my quote, like my quote unquote bad days of late, you know, not even on a year structure, but on a day to day basis, I've been trying more and more often lately to truly like practice gratitude 
And I know it it can sound cheesy and cliche and everybody talks about it, but I just, I've done it in the past and I've always felt so good when I can kind of incorporate that into my day. And so I'm trying to bring that back into my life. And I don't know, it's just as simple as when I walk timber in the morning, like I usually take them out for a couple minutes before I go into work or before I start my work day. And in those couple minutes when I'm outside with him, instead of letting my mind spiral or ruminate or jump into the day, I'll try to kind of center myself and think through like even the most stupidest little, little stupidest, wow, I do sound stupid, even the smallest, most insignificant little things that I could be grateful for, I will list them because some days that's all you can do, you know? It's, it's too much to be like, oh, I'm grateful for this, 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 when your life feels like it's fucking falling apart. But if I can be grateful for the fact that I have one chocolate chip cookie left in my fridge and grateful for the fact that my favorite song played on my Spotify shuffle this morning and grateful that it's nice weather, whatever it is, like the smallest things, if I can just find a little thing to be grateful for, if I do that enough, it can truly shift things. And so I'm trying to have that mentality with my year as well. And so instead of focusing on the majority of the year being pretty sucky, <laughs> I'm trying to focus on the the little wins along the way and the happy heart moments I did have and creating like my own little gratitude highlight reel in my mind. So just in case anyone else is feeling that way, But with that also, there is like that pressure of like a new year and what your new year will look like. And I keep finding myself the last few days being like, 2023 is going to be my year. It's going to be so good. And then I kind of remind myself and I'm not trying to, I'm not saying like you have to be a pessimist. I'm not saying don't get your hopes up, but I'm trying to be realistic with myself and then reframing that thought to, to be, to say and to be. 2023 will be an amazing year for me, but it's also going to be just like any other year in which there are growing pains. I'm going to experience highs and lows. Things are going to shift drastically. I can already feel it and tell, considering the fact that I just left my job, but you know, besides that. And so it's actually felt, after I've done that a few times, it started to remove some of the pressure. Because before, when I would say like, oh, 2023 is going to be my year, blah, 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 I would immediately immediately then think of all the things that would have to happen to have it be that way. You know, like, oh, I'll have to hit this benchmark and accomplish this and do this and do this and do this. But so long as I do that, it's going to be my year. But then the little voice in my head would be like, yeah, but what if you don't accomplish that? Because what about last year and the year before that and the year before that? And so instead of going from like, super belief to no belief at all I'm trying to find this middle ground and this realistic approach of 2023 will be just another year of figuring it out of trying my best I hope that I reach these points and these accomplishments and these experiences but I also know that life is truly unexpected it is beautiful chaos I cannot control it And I'm just trying to go into the year with a much more open mind of what I would like to happen, what I'm calling in, the energy I want to experience and exude, while also being realistic that I can't just run from my problems. I'm not just going to hide from them. I'm not just going to distract. 
And so I still will feel harder times or low times and move through a lot. But, but yeah, so that's just, that's just my two cents on it. <laughs> that's kind of how I'm handling this end of year, beginning of new year shift in pressure that I'm starting to see all over the interweb, all over the socials. So if you're feeling some sort of way about it, hopefully that resonates and or helps you shift that way of thinking. But yeah, besides that, oof, what else is there? Uh, There's definitely been some body image struggles coming up for me lately, and I'm sure many of you can relate, unfortunately, when it comes to this time of year. The holidays have always been a beautiful time for me for family and the celebrations while also a struggle as my seasonal depression usually kicks in. I've lost a lot of, I've had like a lot of traumatic events happen for me in December specifically, unfortunately. So this time of year also brings up a lot of sad reminders. And then, you know, just the pressure of like, I'm not in the Christmas spirit. Why aren't I in the Christmas spirit? And then all the food. And I think all of those things, all of those stressors, all of those sadness, all all of that, right? Like all the heavier moments. I kind of experienced through a worsened sense of body image. I don't know if that makes sense, but let me try to rephrase it. So I've found and realized and acknowledged of late that my body image gets worse when other parts of my life are feeling heavy or when they are feeling stressful. And I think it's almost like a displaced sense of stress or anxiety, or sadness, or whatever it is, right? So like instead of, like I'll realize after a few weeks of intense body image struggles that I've also subconsciously, or in the back of my mind, been stressing about this specific date or task coming up. Or I've been anxious about this, you know, this specific day that's the reminder of my mom's passing, or I'm struggling with XYZ, you know? And so I've really started to realize that my body image struggles are oftentimes fueled by these other external and internal triggers. Hopefully that's making sense. And so I've always found that this time of year with all the added stress and anxieties and sadness and all that stuff always can trigger my body image especially. And because there's celebrations and holidays and your routines out of whack right and so all these things are just getting like all out of out of sorts and unexpected and chaotic and fun and beautiful but if you're someone that struggles with sordid eating body image anything like that it can really be a trying time and I have so much compassion for myself and all of us that experience this because it can truly be such a dampening (laughs) experience for holiday cheer and It's definitely gotten better for me over time, but once again, I've been noticing the last few weeks an increase in these struggles, and so I was talking about this in therapy the other day, but I I actually started a little um, recovery note, recovery note in my phone. So like in my notes app, I have um, a note that's been started a while now, and it's recovery wins, and this is relating to body image, it's relating to like unexpected food fears or just thoughts that come up in my mind I feel like I'm in this place of recovery in which I'm no longer acting 
out of, um, my actions are no longer directly correlated to disordered eating, but now stick with me here, (laughs) but more so I think a lot of my actions, beliefs, habits that I still struggle with are stemming from the body image side of things. So I no longer have this like urge to, how do I explain this? I guess what I'm trying to say is that when my body image is okay, I am fine, right? Like I don't find myself thinking about my foods. I'm not obsessing over like workouts or what I'm going to eat here or what I'm going to do then or blah, 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 blah. But then when my body image is struggling, suddenly all those things come back. And so for the past week or two especially, I've been struggling with body image. And I think it was definitely because I was also PMSing and about to be on my period. So my body was just feeling a little different too, you know. And once you know, once the body image struggles came up, so did all these old thoughts, habits, whatever about kind of like overthinking about what I wanted to eat versus what I thought I should eat and overthinking like how I felt in my body compared to what I was eating and overthinking my choices for movements and my choices for this and just just really falling into some of those older habits, thoughts, beliefs, you know? So I decided, you know, so this has been going on for a little while now. So about maybe a month or two ago, I started this Recovery Wins Note app thing, as I already said. Sorry, I'm going in circles here. And at first I was... I wasn't really using it because I was still struggling to make like a recovery win decision. And so then I, but then once I got a few in there, it kind of became like in my my mind really likes lists and it likes seeing like visible progress. And so to have a list that kept growing was almost sort of like a good mind trick and a good mind game for myself. And so this moment would come up in which I had a decision to make, you know, and I'll just, fuck it, I'll just give an example. So um, something I can struggle with when these thoughts come up for me is when I'm not feeling good in my body, allowing myself to eat like a snack or something that doesn't feel like a necessity, like a necessary meal for the day. It might just be a snack because I'm a little hungry or because I made some brownies or cookies and I really want one, even if I'm not maybe 110% hungry or whatever it is. And so there were a few days in a row in which I had this decision of, I found myself really stressing about like, I don't know if I should have the snack. Like, am I hungry? Do I want that? Do I need that? Like, you know, I'm going back and forth. Like the mental chess game that happens in these moments, right? We've all been there. And I thought, you know what? If I follow my intuition, which is saying that I want this snack right now. Like there's a reason I'm thinking about it. Who cares? Like forget about calories, forget about this, forget about that. If I want this and I enjoy this, that's a recovery win, you know, and that's a step forward. And so I decided to do it. And then I added it to my recovery wins page and I wrote, ate a snack after work. It was delicious. Yay me. And some of you listening might be like, what the fuck like that's so weird sorry maybe you haven't been there but like others of you like will 100% resonate and or relate with this it's just it was so gratifying and I was like wow I did that you know like I chose a choice for the future and this is something mind you I've been doing this for like two years now I just have never been like writing it out I would just do it mentally and 
thankfully I'm recovering more and more so these instances come up less and less but as I said I've been struggling in the thick of it for the past little while now and so I just need some extra support I need this extra step to yeah support myself which is to be writing it out and having that visible right in front of me proof evidence like prompting to keep going and to make a decision for a better tomorrow versus getting stuck in the past past beliefs habits etc and it's been really working out for me i keep adding new wins to the list um about like two one or two weeks ago i went to the movies with a friend and he doesn't know about my past and he doesn't know about all of my weird quirks and things that i'm working on he doesn't know that i'm recovering from some stuff and so he just was like let's get popcorn and just to be honest I didn't realize popcorn was a so not just popcorn I didn't realize that conventional movie theater popcorn was a fear food of mine until we were at the movie theater and he's ordering popcorn and I'm like fuck like I don't want to be the weird one that just like, who denies movie theater popcorn? Nobody. And if you do, like, people, you know, kind of are like, what the fuck? Because it's just, it's it's like a given, you know? You go to the movie theater, somebody gets popcorn, you eat some. And, and I mean, I was hungry, so it wasn't like I was force-feeding myself, and it smelled good. I just, ever since I've been in recovery, I've always made popcorn at home, which I really do love. But, you know, then you're using, like, you know your ingredients. You know what butter and salts and everything you're using. And I just had all these kind of, like, fears come up about this popcorn and how it's made and what they use and lots of, you know, orthorexia thoughts there or whatever, whatever it be. But anyway, so he orders it. And I'm like, Emily, you're doing it. You're going for it. And so I, I ate it. I ate multiple handfuls. I ate it all throughout the movie. It was so fucking good. I didn't overthink it because I was just happy to be there with him and I was happy to be watching this movie and then I went home I was perfectly fine I was still hungry it was like 10 10 p.m at night I had a little bit more dinner I had some candies from my fridge and I was like boom like look at that and I was able to write in that recovery notes enjoyed movie theater popcorn had some late night dinner had a little bit candy dessert because I wanted something sweet Woke up the next day, was feeling fine. If anything, my digestion and body felt great because I was just, I'd had a fun night. You know, I was laughing and got to hang out with a neat person and friend. And so my body reacted well and it was loving life. And I was like, wow, imagine that. (laughs) So yeah, that's a bit, that was a bit rambly there, but I'm, I don't know. Now I kind of have a smile on my face because I, I think I need to remind myself sometimes that I'm doing the work and a lot of people are doing this work, just not everybody talks about it openly. So it's also not something I need to be ashamed of or feel fearful of. But yeah, so if you have any other tips, things that have been helping you, I'd love to hear about it. But that's just been my two cents, I suppose. And then I guess on that topic of friends, friendships, relationships, etc., for a while now, I've been, you know, just thinking more and more about relationship and relationship in the sense of like the broad sense of just everyone in your life, right? My friendships, work relationships, 
family relationships and then what I hope someday to have as a romantic like life partner relationship and it's always been a struggle of mine in the world of relationships right like I haven't been I've had tense odd circumstantial familiar family relationships um, just due to everything that happened as a kid I've never been great at holding on to friendships and making them last I've also never been that great with work relationships just because I don't know I have a hard time letting people in like I I could do a whole episode on that and I, I probably will so regardless it's been my mission my purpose for the past year now really to work on that and it started last year on my birthday January 14th 2022 I was turning 22 and literally wanted to cry and crawl into a hole because I realized that While I loved celebrating with my work friends, I didn't feel at the end of the day like I had any true friends there to celebrate me. And I don't, I'm not dissing anyone. I love my work friends. But I meant like the true friends that know me like inside and out. The ones that can pick up on my emotions sometimes before I can. And the ones that will go out of their way to be there for me. And the ones that will just, yeah, you know what I mean? Like I'm sure maybe you're thinking of someone or you're thinking of somebody in the past, but I realized on my birthday that I didn't have any of those people. I I had some, but they unfortunately, the two of them (laughs) weren't around. Um, And so that left me with no one else. And my family's all back in Pennsylvania and I'm desperately single. So I, yeah, it was a hard birthday, but it was also the kick in the ass I needed to realize that I really wanted to and needed to be thinking about and working on and prioritizing the relationships I wanted to have in my life. And with that, the relationship with myself, right? Because I realized it's not, it's not only about finding and connecting with the right people it's about you also as an individual being able to show up and properly hold that relationship in your life as well and so 2022 became this year of many 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 projects many personal projects but one of those has been all throughout the year working on the concept of relationship with myself friends work people like everyone all the relationships in my life And I'm really proud and happy to say that I feel like I've made a lot of progress and maybe I'll do a whole other episode on that. Actually, I will. And I'll list out some specific things. But in general, I've just seen so many shifts, I suppose, of me getting very particular and intentional with who I wanted in my life on that deeper level, who I was willing to dedicate that type of time and energy for, And really making a distinction within my heart and mind of those that were going to be true and near to me and really let them in versus the people that I love and adore. And I'll get together and we'll chit chat and it'll be fun, but I don't have to let them like all the way in. I don't have to spend all this time and energy like breaking down my walls and barriers, boundaries for them because they're they're a friend in this season and I don't mean for that to sound harsh or rude 
but I think it's just a truth and a matter of truth. <laughs> Life is full of seasons. Everything comes in seasons and not everything. Most things do, right? Since some things stand the, the weather of time or whatever that saying is. Some last longer seasons, some are here for a brief season, whatever it is. And so making that distinction in my mind of who is here for the here and now and who is here for the long run or at least for a long while now and then letting that determine where my energy flowed and where how much deep work I was doing in regards to that. And so it's been really neat to see how that's transformed my friendships, how I show up in them and how I choose to prioritize them. Mind you, I still fuck up. I've upset many of my friends in the past few months, but besides just upsetting them and then not saying anything, like I've really tried to do the work to also work through that. And so I know if I've wronged them in any way or it feels like I have, I make sure to communicate about that, try to work on it, do what I can to sort of remedy it. And then the same in reverse. If I feel like they have done something that has been hurtful or wronging to me, trying to communicate that and make it clear why I felt that way, etc., etc. And it's been neat to really feel going into this season of my life that I have people in my corner and I've made friendships that I will be able to celebrate with people that truly love me and care for me this year my birthday. You know, willing, God willing, that you know, nothing shifts drastically, too drastically in the next month or two. Um, So that's a really good feeling to have. But with that, I feel like I'm also getting closer and closer to opening up and being ready for a like life partner or even just a seasonal, like a, not seasonal, not like a fling. I cannot do flings. Um, I just feel like I'm overall preparing, opening up, shifting in a way that a romantic relationship will be able to enter my life and actually be sustainable and lasting at least for a while because while I've always you know and I'm sure many of you can relate like if you're single or you've been single when you're just like are constantly like I want to be in a relationship like you're just constantly craving it and you feel like you're constantly trying to seek one out and find one and you're just like endlessly yearning and desiring for one and while there's nothing wrong with that I also I've been there I've done that for two three years now and it just took me until the past few months to realize like wow I've been doing all this big talk and yearning and desiring but I've never actually like done the work to prepare for a relationship and I realized like oh I'm not even if the the most perfect person fell into my lap I wouldn't be personally ready for that And so the past two, three months have really been me now shifting, now that I feel like I've gotten friendships kind of worked out, shifting to think about now how, how's my relationship with myself in the sense of if I were to bring another person into my world, how would that go? You know, like, am I steadfast and grounded enough in my soul beliefs and morals and values and self-love that if someone were to enter my life right now and try to shake those up, would I falter? 
you know? Like, would I fall back into habits of the past or abandon a belief or leave behind this aspect of my self-care just because they, I don't know, you know, for whatever reason, because this person was into my life, because, like, for instance, if I end up, if, if sleep's important to me and I know I need to be to sleep around a certain time, I like my early morning wake-ups, right? Like, it's an, it's an important part of my daily routine and my daily wellness and all that. And what has happened before is I'll get in these situationships and next thing you know, I'm just like, I'm, I'm, I'm abandoning sort of like my self-values and cares to like every time I hang out with them and I'll just like stay up super late, stay out super late, not get anything done that carries into the next day. So then I stay up super late. So then I'm up the next night and the next night and then I'm out with them again and then I'm up the next night. And then before you know it, it's been like three weeks where my, in, just because a few nights of sleep got upset, my entire routine then gets out of place. And the next thing you know, everything is in shambles because I've not taken a single second to regroup, recenter, like respect my boundaries, respect my sort of like structure that I've built of my life. While on the other hand, also learning to be flexible and fluid so that I don't have to live by a super rigid structure, right? So it's a push and a pull. It's a give and a take, this balance. And I've been doing that and just thinking through that in a lot of different ways, right? Of even the idea of like dating yourself, right? And I realized, I was like, oh, wow. (laughs) No wonder I so badly want a partner. Like I'm never doing anything nice for myself, like, no wonder I want a partner to take me out to dinner or to buy me flowers or to massage my feet at the end of the night or to watch a movie with or to cuddle with, whatever it is, right? Because I want that so fucking badly because I'm never getting it. I'm not getting it even for myself. I'm not giving myself a movie night to chill and relax. I'm not giving, I'm not taking myself out to nice dinners and I'm not spending money on myself and I'm not giving myself self-love and self-care. And so why, like, why am I waiting on somebody else? Shouldn't I learn to provide that for myself so then when I do find a partner, I'm not depending on them, like, for all of that solely, right? Like, I'm an independent person. I want to be able to satisfy myself and care for myself and be there for myself. And any partner and person that enters my life will only be an addition I, I, I hope that I am never the type. No, I know I will. I know I'm doing the work now so that I am never the type to just so blatantly depend on another person. And I'm not trying to be like hyper independent here, even, even though that kind of sounded like that. I, I swear, I promise. I've, I'm trying to work on that. But I don't like, I'll let somebody in. I'll let them care for me. I won't be this hyper independent individual. But at the end of the day, I also want to be there for myself because I never want to have somebody leave my life and when they leave, take everything from me emotionally, mentally, physically, etc. And I think we've all seen those breakups in our life, either personally or through a friend, family member, associate, whatever it is, in which the lives are so interwoven and so dependent on each other that once one person leaves, it's like everything shatters. And I mean, everything can still shatter, but it's like if you 
work and train and are able to provide yourself with love and care, compassion, all the necessities. And then, you know, forbid someday that your partner does leave, at least you're not left with nothing. At least you can always call back on those practices and the inner work that you've done to be there for yourself. So I I don't know. I think I've just been doing so many shifts and I know there's more to do and I know there's always more to learn, but yeah, it's just been interesting. And so I just thought it'd be neat to share. Maybe some of you, it gives you something to think about or or if you have advice for me, like please share it, y'all. I... I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. A lot of this I'm just making up as I go and then I'm sharing on here and hoping that it helps. So I I myself would love any advice or input or experience that you have to share. So definitely, um, definitely send that my way if you have it. <laughs> but I'm going to wrap this up because it is getting late and I need to get to sleep. But I so, so appreciate you all listening and holding space for me to come and chat every week or mostly every week with you Uh, so thank you thank you and it means so much when y'all share either on social media with friends in real time when you send a message or leave a rate review these are all just small ways to really support and help this show and all the messages I'm trying to share so yeah goes a long way I appreciate it But I'll talk to y'all next week, and yeah, that's a wrap.